Texas. They say everything's bigger here, and they're right. We've got big cars, big hearts, and even bigger stakes. This is beef country, Texas. Home to the Alamo, the Cowboys, and the largest military installation known to man. So big, it has a big name. Fort Hood, the great place. It's got a Texas-sized podcast as well. And this is it, right here. Fort Hood's great big podcast. Yeehaw. Hey everybody! Guess who's here? I'm back. You from are the again. Sickness. The, the sickness. Yes. She's back from the sickness. That was definitely. I was, I was not down with the sickness. You were. But now I'm up. You were very sick. I was. And we are glad to have you back and not Thank sick. Thank you. It was terrible. I like. I could barely stand and walk for a couple days. That is terrible. Yeah. It was the side effects of the medication that I was taking. Ouch. That's it was it was literally the side effects were worse than the actual infection. That's what I like to tell people. Yeah, it's terrible. It's just the medication. <laughs> sure. It really was though. It really was cuz as soon as well, the day after I had finished the treatment mm-hmm. and I had no more I like immediately just even like mentally I started feeling better. Well, good. Yeah. Good and we're glad to have you. Yes. Back with us. I was very sad, but that that cold opening with with you by yourself was hilarious. Was it? Yes. I thought it was kind of sad in itself. No, it made me laugh so hard. Did it? Because you were just like, well, it is just me. So (laughs) awkward. I am glad to have amused at least one. uh, Yeah, that was It was very amusing. Because I was expecting you would be here. I knew Dave... Was, had yeah. uh, had his wife's thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, at least we got Brianna. Yeah. And then like, I get your text. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to find someone else. And then the our interview walks in the room like, hey, we're here a little early. I'm like, yeah. oh, great. Uh, great. Well, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah. yeah. It did. Yeah, it hit really fast. I started feeling it Sunday afternoon. And I, th- I thought it would go away. I'm like, ah, it'll, it'll turn back around. And no. And then, not. you know... But I, what really the whole tragedy of this, or maybe it's the silver lining. Mm-hmm. So on the show twice, I tried to call Brianna mm-hmm. and yep. was met with the uh, the phone, you know, doo, doo, doo. Uh, yeah. oh, sorry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and I just assumed it's because she was sick. Yeah. Right. Okay. So she's ill and under the weather. Uh, what I found out is I actually didn't have her number. <laughs> it was a random <laughs> Nice. Yeah, who are you calling? I don't know. What was listed? It was some random number that, which would have even been better if I oh just randomly gosh, called imagine? somebody. Oh, if you'd have got through, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. would have put them on the air. Hey, want to yeah. be on a podcast? <laughs> hey. Well, you are now. Yeah, I was so confused because you like, we tried calling you. I'm like, no, I, I have no <laughs> missed messages or my phone didn't go off at all. Uh, but, you know, I think you had my old number, um... Like before I'd left for Japan. Okay. Right? Cause I had Japan. I, well, cause I, I had my, I had my family line that I was on mm-hmm. and then they just suspended it. Oh, okay. And so when I came back, I, I just, they, I added, we was, I was re-added to the family plan and I had, they had the same number, but the, the phone number was not working. So I had to get a new one and, and my entire phone actually didn't work either. All right. Well, I didn't follow that at all, but I believe you. <laughs> I think you had my old number. Okay, I'll, I'll we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go from there. Well, last week I had a, a news story that I wasn't able to get to. I bailed on because it. I did the one, and it just really wasn't working without an audience. So I now present to you last week's news today. Oh yay! All right, headlines from the Daily Star: Coronavirus could be spreading across the globe. Through farts, claim doctors. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention Emerging Infectious Diseases Journal 
detection of novel coronavirus by RT-PCR in stool specimen from asymptomatic child in China. All right. Washington Post headline. In Hong Kong apartment tower, SARS virus spreads through plumbing. So I present to you, dear listeners, and Dave and Brianna. Okay. We know about coughs and sneezes, but can coronavirus spread through farts? This was a deep dive story. I'm already (laughs) regretting my my choice of words. A deep dive story by USA Today, the bastions of hard-hitting journalism. Mm -hmm. The claim, doctors say the coronavirus could be spreading across the globe through past gas. As health officials warn of the coronavirus spreading through droplets generated by sneezes and coughs, some people have wondered whether past gas could also be a culprit of transmission. Recent articles, some shared widely on social media, have explored the possibility. An April 11th article from the British tabloid Daily Star titled Coronavirus Could Be Spreading Across the Globe Through Farts had 4,700 shares on Facebook. Wow. Doctors made the foul discovery that farting could spread the COVID-19 disease unless unless infected people wear pants, which can protect this from happening. <laughs> Only pants will save us. <laughs> so. Wow. So. No butt naked. No butt naked. As long as you're... You're wearing those pants. You should be good to go. Underwear helps too, I would imagine. Two layers, two layers two, yeah. of protection. So those mm-hmm. that are going commando mm-hmm. are a greater risk to society than oh, those that no. are not. What about? And they probably didn't even even check this because now my brain's working. Right, um, the brain's engaged. The brain's engaged. What kind of pants? Parachute pants. You know, <laughs> Dockers. You know. What about the jeans with rips in them? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we breached the subject of toilet plume? <laughs> yes. I remember when you breached it. Yes. The the <laughs> toilets in the bathrooms here at Three Core Headquarters, mm-hmm. they don't have lids. It's toilet plume all day in there. <laughs> Public toilets. Am I walking into like a... A gas chamber of coronavirus when I walk in there? Just a fester. Am I am I spelling out my doom just by doing my duty? <laughs> just don't touch the ceiling. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> 13 true. 13 feet in the air, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I try to hold my breath is what I try to do. While you're taking well, a well, dump? the particles? No, I just oh. don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't partake in thronage here at work now. I won't do it. Ah. Oh. I'll hold it. Ooh. I will hold it. I heard that's bad for you. It's a 30-minute no. 30, 30 drive home, man. I, I, I'm not like, hey, I'll be right back and drive half an hour home. <laughs> Got to go on my lunch to, break. <laughs> uh, yeah, to, to have the children and then drive back. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> I just don't. You know, I just have to be careful of, of what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Make sure that I'm not going to eat anything that might want to visit me the next day during work hours and I'm good to go. So, uh, lesson the story, wear pants. Everybody out there, wear pants. Yeah. Don't go commando this season. No. Nope. Or, or, you know, depends. But maybe next season. Oh, that's true. That's even better. Mm-hmm. But what about, what if, you know, kids can get it and the little kids run around without pants? Mm-hmm. They do that in America? Is no. that an American thing? Yeah, not so much. I think in third world countries? Yeah, probably so. Yeah, I spent too long in Japan. Not that Japan's a third world country. Not that people don't wear pants in Japan. They do. I saw a lot of people in pants. It's a lot of backpedaling there. Yes. <laughs> so do bidets. What if you're using a bidet? Are you sitting on it when Maybe you... a little bit. I've never used one, so... Well, it's, it's squirty. Okay. I've never used one either. You've been in Japan. I How know, could you I d- not I use... I didn't use it. The entire time you were in Japan, I had yeah. one in my house. I did not. Well, I lived in the barracks. So I had American Oh, that's true. Everything. Did you ever come over to my house? I don't think so, actually. Oh, my gosh. Oh my what is gosh. wrong with me? I didn't even realize you, you never... Should... I just felt like we hung out so much, though. I am so... I robbed you of that experience. It's, 
No, you're good. I I, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to use one. It's so fantastic. The uh, fancy ones have lights and a massage function. Uh, I I think I'm good. I don't want anything near there. I'm just like no. Freaking her out, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> a massage. Massage. <laughs> All right, and moving on from that. <laughs> We're glad you joined us today <laughs> on Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Your bathroom experience sounds um, much more riveting that's than right. mine. If you have an interesting bathroom experience, <laughs> why not drop us a line at forthoodpao at gmail.com. Meanwhile, Brianna will continue to drop things on the floor. I, as soon as you said <laughs> drop, I, I knocked over my bottle. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's take a break, uh, reconvene, and... Uh, Brianna, you can take care of your stuff, and uh, Dave will do the first uh, first thing. Yep. Uh, All right. All right. Everybody, break on uh, three, and then we'll uh, come back. Ready? Right. One, two, three. Break. 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 Here he is, Jeff Snarkworthy. Thank you. Yeah. If you've got a sudden, unexpected fever... You might have coronavirus. <laughs> if you've traveled from or through a state where coronavirus is prevalent, you might have coronavirus. <laughs> if that fever of yours, if it's accompanied by a feeling of shortness of breath or, or difficulty breathing, you might have coronavirus. <laughs> Coronavirus is steadily spreading across not only the United States, but the world. Being aware of the signs and symptoms of coronavirus helps keep us all safe. If you suspect that you may have been infected with the virus, call 254-553-6612. That's the Fort Hood Health Hotline, 254-553-6612. If you've been around some place where people were infected, if you got that fever, shortness of breath, and a cough, you might have coronavirus. (laughs) Coronavirus. It's no laughing matter. Hello? Fort Hood's great big podcast. Close enough for the government, good enough for you. The uh, the weather recently. I always bring up the weather. Yeah, you do. Well, you know, if you look at old letters, you ever been to antiquing? Or uh, not so much. You don't ever look at old letters. I've, as a kid, my family. Uh, was a homesteading family from uh-huh. Kansas in the land rush. So our, our people went out there. They built a uh, mud home, claimed the land, then right. built a farmhouse by hand, okay. the Folks Farmhouse in Turon, Kansas. And uh, by the time... I came along in the this history. Uh-huh. The farmhouse wasn't so much an active farmhouse. We had cattle, we had some fields, but at once upon a time they had chickens, they had an orchard, they had uh, grapes for a winery. I mean, this was the real deal farm stuff. Okay. Up in the attic, we had all the documentation going back to forever. Right. For the family, and people always talked about when I'd read old letters from the eighteen hundreds and stuff. They always mentioned the weather. Well, okay. So I think people still, that's a, that's a commonality that connects all of us. What's the weather like in your part of the world? And I can tell you the weather in Texas right now is hot. Not. It's getting up into the 90s. Not, this is not hot. Well, yet. it's getting there. Come on. It's getting there. 60s you, in the morning is not hot. Well, you got to remember, my wife is Japanese, right? So she grew up in Japan where hot is kind of 80, 80, 85. You're like, oh, it's sizzling. Yeah, no. So you get a 90-degree day here, and she'll come in and say, oh, it's so hot outside. And I now traditionally say, uh-huh. oh, you think it's hot now? Just you wait. <laughs> Give it a week or Just two. Just you wait. And even when we hit the, uh, 
the highs in the summer. It's 105. It's 107. There's that heat index. It's throwing us up into the lower 200s. I uh, <laughs> I say she'll be like, oh, it's just sweltering. Oh, I'm dying. And I say, well, just you wait. This is nothing. Hold on. This is Texas. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it's been in the 90s. That is kind of hottish. Yeah. Ish. You got air conditioning, you and they're making you sit in the house, right? Air conditioning's for pansies. <laughs> no, my wife, being Japanese, opens up the house. Not on a 90-degree day. Oh, she opens up the house. You don't know how many times I heard, being while I was in Japan, sunlight kills things. So you open up the house and let the sunlight come in, and your house is now clean. Okay. So using that mentality. Yeah. Our house is being cleaned by the heat. Okay. If that works, so says I, you wouldn't need to bathe. You could just walk around in the (laughs) sun on a hot day and you'd be good to go. That's called sunbathing, right? We do shower. Yeah, we take proper. I don't sunbathe. I sunburn. Yeah. I go from white to red and back to white again. There's no (laughs) in-between. There's no in between. But, you know, it's always good to be safe and be ready for things. And Fort Hood mm-hmm. is continuing to be safe and ready. Safe and ready. Yes. Well, you can't be ready without being safe. It's, uh, exactly. it's kind of an army thing. And we have a, a guest here today. We do. That kind of falls within that purview. Oh, yeah. That's a big purview. Mm-hmm. We have Chris Hoffman. And he is the chief of training for the Directorate of Plans, Training, Mobilization, and Security. But for the purposes of today's discussion, I guess more importantly, you're the installation range officer, right? That is correct. So, COVID-19, shelter in place, a lot less moving parts out on the ranges. We still are training some, right? Yes, we are. Right, but. There's a silver lining to all this, isn't there? Tell me what's been going on out on the Fort Hood Ranges. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we're taking advantage of uh, this time as we're uh, social distancing uh, and there's a reduced uh, level of training. So this has allowed us to get into the live fire area. Mm-hmm. And the live fire area is the place where the rounds impact and all that. And typically there's no access. But there's a, a definite need for uh, work that needs to be done out there, uh, fixing course roads, working on target lifters, and those types of things. Mm-hmm. So what we've been able to do is maximize our opportunity to get out there during this uh, COVID-19 response that we're having across the nation. Uh, we're really starting to get after a lot of uh, the sustainment and maintenance that we need to do. Okay. And what we're doing is we're getting ahead of the game. So when we get back on and everything's safe out there and our soldiers are continuing uh, to train uh, to meet the needs of the nation, mm-hmm. we're prepared to do it. So we've been able to take an opportunity here uh, since we've had this uh, COVID-19 response to, to, to make ourselves better. Mm-hmm. So we're not sitting around. Uh, we're, we're, we're making Fort Hood more capable, and we're going to be ready for uh, any future endeavors that our units need here at Fort Hood to train. Would you say that uh, what you've been able to do now that you have time without explosions, you say that you're creating a better training experience for Fort Hood soldiers? We're, tra- we're creating a better uh, and safer uh, training experience for Fort Hood soldiers because when we, you can get to the roads, you can get to the areas that, you know, Mother Nature and the weather, you know, the erosion and those types of things. We're able to get out there with our partners from the Director of Public Works helping us out. Great teamwork that we're having there. So uh, we're, we're, we're definitely going to make it better and safer well, let me for ask, everybody. Let me ask a question here. You mentioned that normally you're unable to access this stuff because of the training. Uh, why can't Fort Hood just say, hey, stop training. We need to access and do this stuff. Why? Because there's a lot of training. Yeah, well, well, there is a lot of training. And, you know, since Fort Hood opened, this is probably the – the longest period of time we've probably had to get out into the, the live fire area. Oh, wow. So when you look at it, uh, we train 50 weeks a year here. Mm-hmm. We only have two periods, fall cleanup and spring cleanup, uh, that we can get into the live fire area. And that's where we will like put hard targets in for our artillery to shoot at and those types of things. So it's, uh, it's constant, and the units are just the, – the training load will be significant when we uh, start training after the COVID-19 response again. 
Wow. Hey, you hear that, people that live on the uh, perimeter of Fort Hood? The training is going to be intense. Don't send me a message on Facebook saying that things are going boom. We know it is. <laughs> and I hope you've enjoyed your time when they haven't been going boom. This is, this is your Zen time. Enjoy it. But we're getting back at it. So how much, how much uh, improvement has been done, like road work and, and targets? Do you have any numbers? Yeah, I, I don't have any hard numbers uh, right here with me. But uh, we're getting to all the ranges where you, you typically don't have access. So we, we have two mandatory downtimes uh, of two hours each uh, during the day. But our range crews are mostly far uh, focused on just servicing the targets and those okay. types of things, just uh, changing out scenarios. So now we, we have basically unhindered movement out in the live fire area so we can get out and do that. We also had some uh, scheduled uh, contracts and improvements that we were doing to some of the ranges, and they're able to do that quicker now because we don't have any restrictions uh, as we're doing this. Now, we still are training. So units that uh, meet the essential needs, those that are deploying, those that are uh, deploying to support the uh, COVID-19 response across the nation uh, and uh, law enforcement type units, mm -hmm. they are still training out here. So there are people on ranges right now as we That's speak. Small at arms, right? Small yeah. arms, yes. Mm -hmm. Small arms predominantly. Wow. Earlier you had told me you also do have some EOD folks that have gone through, so it's not just going pow, pow, pow. That's correct. We, we do have some uh, explosive ordnance disposal units that are uh, continuing to train on some of the demolition ranges mm -hmm. as well. And then there's an EOD unit that uh, in the middle of the month of May will uh, be training in some of our uh, uh, military urban training facilities that we have as well. One of the things that is always uh, – emphasize and i've covered spring cleanups before is when you clear out excess brush and and create uh what fire fire guards or firewalls um some of that was going on when i got out on friday into one of the range areas on the west out west range um but th there's more to it than that right now right that with that effort yes it's called our integrated training area management program and what we do with that is uh because we have two invasive species, mesquite and juniper, mm -hmm. what we do is we go out and uh, taking all environmental considerations into mm -hmm. account and uh, meeting those standards, uh, we, we clear out some of the underbrush so we can continue to have enhanced maneuver capability here at Fort Hood. So we're still doing that uh, right now as we speak. They're out in the training areas working, uh, clearing that out, preparing the training area so when our soldiers get back out there, it's ready to support their training and meet commander's training objectives. What about when the green light goes on and they say, okay, it's time to train guys. Uh, how busy are you guys going to be? We will be incredibly busy and it'll be based on priorities that start all the way up from the department of the army as they reset how they're going to uh, have units scheduled to, to meet combatant commanders uh, requirements. Mm -hmm. And we will take those priorities and then we will work that uh, through three core and with the units and down at range operations, we're a, a critical component of that because we control and we schedule all the training areas and all the ranges. So we will be incredibly busy doing that. And uh, it's already started. The planning phases are already starting now. Even though we're not training, we're uh, leaning forward to start preparing. For so the that dance card is filling up rapidly. Yeah. It is. It is. You're, you're getting ready to get ready. We are getting ready to get ready. That is, that's a great way to put it. Everybody is, I think, around here. We're all getting the antsy pants of yeah, chopping at the bit right, a little bit. We've uh, we've been sheltering in place. Let's do something different now. We don't have very long attention spans as Americans. We're ready to move <laughs> on to the next thing. You know, from the from the uh, observing the units, all the unit master gunners and the operations officers and all that, they're constantly calling on the phone. Uh, wanting to get things scheduled, sure. uh, but it'll be that prioritization and, you know, some hard decisions will have to be made, but uh, we will go with the priority and get the right people trained that need to be trained. Nobody wants to be unprepared. That's Especially it. Especially now that we've got, you know, Fort Hood units that are going to be going to Europe uh, this summer. Iron Horse. Yes. Yes. They're actually going to do their, their qualification here, right? Yeah. They're a uh, certifying training event. Uh, They'll be doing that uh, training here in our training area here at Fort Hood. Mm -hmm. uh, that's in lieu of a uh, National Training Center rotation. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll get prepared and uh, ready to go. Uh, they're developing that plan now. Is that and, a first? Uh, I don't know if it's a first. Um, but it's rare. But it is rare. Okay. And it is non-standard, and it is a direct result of the COVID-19 response. Well, at the very least, it's a first team. <laughs> huh? Yeah, right. Oh, I get something for that. Yeah. I get something for that. I don't know about that. Uh, Mr. Hoffman, hey, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Appreciate your time. Uh, you still got a little bit of a lull, right? A, a little bit, but the planning uh, stages have, have started already. Right. <laughs> so be prepared, right? We will. All right. You're going to be a busy, busy man, and we will have more explosive excitement. See what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did yeah. there. Yeah. Right after this. What is life? What's a the honorable discharge? Who Where'd my file? Which end of the horse do I stick the carrot in? Sporky asks a question. I don't know. Hey, everybody. Sporky here, and I've got a big question. What is OPSEC? Fork utensil. How is it that you don't know about operational security? Annie Pumpkin. No need to be so formal. You can call me Sparky. All my friends do. And I know all about Opera-poo-poo-poo. But what is OPSEC? Operational Security's OPSEC fork utensil. Ooh, maybe it's OPSECs. That's spicy. Where do babies come from? Fork utensil. It must have something to do with the military and things. I know. I'll take pictures of stuff all over post and put them on the internet and ask, is this OPSEC? Is this OPSEC? Fork utensil, you better not. like OPSEC. Look, there are five steps to OPSEC. Identifying critical information, identifying the threat, assessing vulnerabilities, analyzing the risk, and developing and applying countermeasures. The OPSEC is pretty common sense. Like, not talking about troop movements or other sensitive things. <gasps> you mean it's a process by which organizations assess and protect information about things that could, if properly analyzed and grouped with other data by a clever adversary, reveal a bigger picture than ought to stay hidden! That's exactly right, Fork Thingy. Forky. And like they used to say... Loose lips think ships. Ooh, I love a good submarine joke. But seriously, where do babies come from? Oh my goodness gracious. Practicing good OPSEC is everybody's job. Protect your fellow service members. Don't be a sporky. So, in between uh, then and now, yes, I received a message from the wife. Oh, on the old cell phone, and she says, "It's so hot outside." Are we back talking about the weather? Well, that's what I said. You know, the wife always saying, "If it gets." Above 90, what is it now? 85. 85. She's already saying it's so hot. That's not that bad. We'll tell that to my wife. (laughs) It is just the start of May, though. It is. It is. It's going to be in May. All right. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, goodness. I was hoping the podcast could avoid that. That's right. What was that again? Dave gave you the look. So do it again and then explain. (laughs) Sorry. Do it again. Oh, it's going to be May. (laughs) She's doing the neck thing. I yes, she was. Now explain that. Explain what that uh, that means to Dave, because Dave has oh, the eyebrow thing going. So it's a common. So when it's like April thirtieth, yes, there's a common meme that goes around, and it's of Justin Timberlake in his InSync days, and the song is. It's supposed to be M E, but he, when the way he says it, it makes it sound like M A Y. Okay. So. so now you know. Yeah, I know. That's the thing now. now He's the guy that know. sings "Bye Bye Bye," right? Yes. Yeah. For the. Yeah drink thing yeah actually i think it's in that song i think the lyric that lyric is in that song that's the song Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. yeah it is yeah okay and bye 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 i've heard that song Mm -hmm. he's the one with the thing in the box it's in a commercial i've seen yes in the future what fast forward what are we talking about well because in sync was like in the 90s and the box was like early 2000s okay 
history, like a long history. Well, career. when we've lost me, okay, back to the future. Here we go. We're <laughs> off the beaten path. I was very, very sick at home for the last week. All right, and then but beyond, I'm doing better now. Yeah, that we're glad. Yes, and it was are. not coronavirus. It was not corona. Which I told everyone <laughs> multiple yet. times. Corona <laughs> yes, it was virus. not corona. And then I didn't have all the symptoms of it. You're well, we all just four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> <It just laughs> Actually, like, I had a lot, but it wasn't the same. At thing. any given time, it seems like anyone could have at least one or two symptoms of, yeah. of coronavirus. That's the thing is I feel like it's not acceptable to have allergies anymore. Like I'm I'm waiting for the time when having allergies is not so threatening. Give me the Jeff Foxworthy. You might have coronavirus. Well, it, uh, you might have coronavirus <laughs> if you've got a fever and you're coughing. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah. No, I, I think the other one was the right one. That's it. It was more appropriate. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, you know, I was at the store the other day with the symbol that's shaped like a target. Yes. I know you don't like us to say the names of stores, uh, so I'm brand just names. describing yeah. it. He was digging it's into y'all about like that. shaped like a target. Um, and <laughs> I felt <laughs> like I was browsing and I needed to cough just because there was a little yeah. dry, a mm-hmm. tickle in my throat. Yeah. And there were people around me and I actually stopped and I felt like, I probably shouldn't cough. I probably should just yeah. go freak everybody out if I do that. You felt the judgment. I know, waiting, I did. And that, was, that was like the first time out yeah. and about that I coronavirus controlled my actions in that, that way. Now, I do... Yeah, around here, you didn't care before you hit the start oh, yeah, button. You just, you just, know, coughed cough, right cough, on me. Well, cough. I had the tickle. <laughs> I had the tickle. Um. He but, secretly wants to, to only be the host now. Yeah, he's gonna we yeah. just, now now that he got a no, taste we, of the we solo. S- we saw what happened with that <laughs> last week. I That's, was thoroughly impressed. Re, were you? I was. I loved it. What was your favorite part? Just the fact that when you were just like so, and there's just like so much dead air. <laughs> so like I was <laughs> laughing. So, well, yeah. It was welcome great. to Fort Hood's Great Big Awkward Podcast. Yeah. I'm Charlie Babe. Yeah. But it was great. when I'm at stores, I, I tend to avoid people. Mm-hmm. Now. Yes. I like give them a wide I do berth too. as I'm moving around. Yes. It's like that on the on the trails too, on the hiking trails now. You hike around people. Mm-hmm. You're like in the trees. Well, sometimes like someone. I'll see like I'll see someone coming on a coming approaching me on a path and then they'll immediately take another one. Like they'll just tee off. I've decided I'm looking at this yeah. now. And I've actually done that too in, in return. Like when I see someone approaching, I'll, I was going to go the way that they were walking, but then I choose to go on another route. It's funny when you're out in the woods like that, mm-hmm. having our behavior morph into that is pretty mm-hmm. much just behaving like a serial killer. <laughs> I'm trying oh, to hide a body. Oh, Oh, someone's coming. Better walk this way. <sighs> Nobody saw me out here. This just in, all walkers are serial killers. I know. It makes it it much more difficult. Well, speaking of serial killers. No. Seriously. No, no. What a best intro ever. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Roads. Uh, Traffic. Hitchhiking. That's where you hide the bodies, I guess. That's right. Under the roads. Jimmy Hoffa underneath. uh, We are lucky to have Michelle Lennis, and she is the chief. Of construction management branch of the Directorate of Public Works. Mm-hmm. Not of Ooh. serial killing. No, there is no the Directorate of Serial Killing that in Fort Hood. Although they do bury stuff. Oh, they what a connection. Dave making the connection. All the evidence <laughs> eradicated. Michelle, thanks for being here. Thank you all for having me. So we are actually making progress, right? We are. We have a... Thank everyone for their patience out there. We uh, completed the tank destroyer project. That was 2.5 miles of road work that we did. Well, how many tanks did you destroy? Zero tanks in the process. It is successful. Zero tanks harmed. Zero tanks harmed. And we also replaced the culvert on East Range Road up near Brookhaven. I know that was uh, tedious for any of our uh, Gatesville people. Mm -hmm. And we also replaced the culvert over there by the East Range Road ACP, which we shut down for a month near Tedesco. Wow. I, you know, there are a lot of people are going to be really happy about that. Anytime you shut down any of the roads out there, 
we get so many messages on Facebook. Yes. When is this going to be open again? When's it going to be open again? That area is so popular. That you is, didn't tell me. Yeah. You didn't tell me is a common phrase. We, <laughs> well, we do yeah, try no to get now. out there. Yeah. It's hard to make all those phone calls every day. <laughs> so talking about culverts, you got a really, it's more than a culvert, that thing out you took me out to at Clear Creek Road. Clear Creek Road. Tell me about that and try and explain that to the folks at home listening. All right. So lo- most people won't be able to see it, but it was a, quite an impressive look. Well, so, they, they will if they pick up. The, the Sentinel. Yeah, the Fort Hood Sentinel. Fort, Fort Hood's greatest and only newspaper. There you go. We got a great shot of you pointing at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've seen it. Let's it's not fantastic. use that picture. Let's use I felt the like other I one. was there. <laughs> so over on Clear Creek, we're actually doing a large uh, project over there. Uh, we're repairing the roadway from West Range Road all the way to Ironside. Uh, that's about 1.5 miles total. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're on the first segment, which is from Turkey Run to West Range Road. Mm-hmm. In that, there is a culvert system that is fed from Lake Henry. Lake Henry constantly tops over, and it topples the road, and it's not uncommon during a rain event to have two, three foot of uh, water rushing across that road. So it's a major safety problem. So we're actually increasing the culverts underneath the road. We had uh, three 36s on the primary and 142 on the uh, uphill uh, overflow channel. 36 meaning three foot wide. Three foot wide. We are actually, yeah, three of them. We're actually, we took them out. We've made a big old pit. It's about 25 feet deep Mm -hmm. because that's where our flow line is. And we are going to put in uh, two five by five box culverts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can fit a body Mm -hmm. in there. And then (laughs) (laughs) stick it with the theme here. (laughs) And uh, up on the uphill side of it. So just in case the water rises enough and it goes over the dam on the spillway, we've got five five by nine. I can, wow. I can see how that worked. Frank, go uh, go lay down there. Yeah. See if that's good <laughs> ah, uh, Yeah, that looks good. We're like just going to measure it by your body. Yeah. So. Hey, I got a question. Mm-hmm. So you're having to widen all these culverts and stuff mm-hmm. and dig body pits and all this stuff. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> Lake Henry yes. constantly overflows. It can, yes. I've I've been out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen them drain lakes. Just the whole Dredge thing them. is yeah, drained. I've seen that too. Why not just drain Lake Henry, make it deeper, and then let the water go back in? So even if you make it deeper, it's just going to still fill to its overflow point, to its flow point. And at the flow point, the lake does hold uh, 1,208 acre feet of water. Wow. Mm-hmm. And whenever it goes over the spillway it's holding about 19 acre feet of water and at the spillway it holds 58 acre feet of water so there is a large capacity during storm events but mm-hmm. y'all have to remember that the drainage side that feeds to lake henry is 1,002 uh, 1,200 acres of hard stand because it's mostly the motor pools that whole uh where the first calf is mm-hmm. their motor pools all flow into that direction and they feed lake henry so all that water is collecting at lake henry and then that's what topples the road wow that is I have no idea what you just said, but I am absolutely fascinated in the fact that we measure water in acres. Acre feet. What is, what's up with that? Hey, I had to look that one up too. <laughs> oh my gosh. So an acre foot is approximately 325,000 gallons of water. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. So we can take a shower for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. A lot of waterfalls whenever it rains here. Wow. Yeah, it does. It's hard to imagine that much water overflowing and then being forced alongside the roads and then sometimes yes. going over the roads. That's why it's so important that when it rains here. Turn around, don't yeah, drown. Turn around, yes. don't drown. You don't go out there. That's a lot of water. That's, That's a lot, a lot of, of power. And, it, yeah. you know, Texas, just like everywhere else, it's always dark when it's raining. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it masks within the road. You really can't see where it's starting top of the road. Yeah. Absolutely. I know. And it, I've read it only takes like a couple inches to get your car um, off of the road, yeah. like to get you to start sliding. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think it's less than two inches for you to actually start hydroplaning. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's not uncommon here. So with these massive new culverts and, and areas, mm-hmm. is that going to help the situation? Yep. We be- those have been sized for the overflow events as well as other events. Um, and we believe that's going to let water go underneath the roadway. And we're not going to have any more issues on that roadway with toppling it. So is this a permanent solution or a temporary solution? Permanent solution. Well, that's fantastic. So that is great. Yeah, the directorate's been doing a great job over the last couple of years. You know, we all know we did the bridge over at uh, West Range Road. Then we did right. the bridge um, over on Georgetown. 
We're also trying to fund a bridge for Turkey Run because that's another high-risk area. Sure. In those cases, bridges were the permanent solution. In this case, we actually were able to put a permanent solution in of culverts. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Very cool. Yeah, we do get anytime roads start being closed because of rain, we always get messages, hey, Turkey Run, is Turkey Run open? Is Turkey Run open? That's <laughs> Turkey a... Run is a very dangerous road, which is why it's been one of the top priorities of the DPW to go replace Turkey Run, uh, where Clear Creek, the actual creek, crosses Turkey Run to replace that with a bridge. That's like the number one issue we're dealing with right now, trying to get funding out of headquarters. Sure, sure. Now, on last week, you also got me out near Cav Country. <laughs> I mean, on 72nd Street. Tell me what's going on there. 72nd, yes. We're directly right outside of... First Cav headquarters. So that road has just been in horrible condition. Everyone's known it's been failing. Um, we actually started this project quite a while ago and completed quite a bit of it uh, down at the south side of 72nd. Now mm-hmm. we're currently at the north side of 72nd. So we have two segments going on up there, one between Ironside and Battalion and the other one between Battalion and 761st. Mm-hmm. And we're doing full depth repairs. Uh, we had initially started this project about a year ago, and when we dug into the ground, we actually found an old abandoned road under the road. Really? Roman. Old bodies. Whoa. <laughs> so an old concrete road. So um, <clears throat> we closed up the pit very quickly to give the road back to everybody, and in the background, we've been doing a modification for it. So we had to excavate out the road, and we're going to have to completely reconstruct wow. uh, these two segments. So uh, if you look at the pretty pictures that are going to be in the Sentinel, you'll see large amounts of asphalt and concrete and debris. (laughs) And these were the old roads of Fort Hood that we found under the road, which were causing us problems, which is why the road kept cracking on us uh, over the years. So we've excavated them out. Uh, We're about to start lime stabilization. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping to have the first segment of road, which is the northern side. We're hoping to have that back around mid-June. And then the southern side between Battalion and 761st, we're hoping to have that back by mid-January. Did you say lime stabilization? Lime stabilization. Does that have anything to do with Corona? No, but it does with coconuts if you're going for a drink. (laughs) I was was worried about that one because there was this deathly silence (laughs) there. No, it's a thought process. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. But your absolute biggest, longest roadway that you're working on the North End is done. North End is done. Yay. It's Clark Road, right? Clark Road, yes. We Tell completed me about it. Clark Road. So we're not on the south side on the West Range, uh, on West Fort Hood, excuse me. And um, we're expected to be done with that phase in July, which is good news for everyone. June. We'll be done in June. My apologies. So we're working from the ACP up until Ammo Road. Mm hmm. Uh, we've got it excavated. We've got subgrade prepped right now. We're mm-hmm. currently putting in uh, doing lines, and we'll be starting to do the reconstruction um, in the upcoming weeks. We're going to go actually um, – I'm losing my train of thought. Yes, it, I know the bodies just get in the head. And then that's all you <laughs> it, does, it does. Uh, so, yeah, this is the road where we had a 12-foot lane, so we had a 24-foot wide road. We're increasing it thir- to a 32-foot wide road, 44 wow. whenever we put in the turn lanes where they're needed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've currently on 1.1 miles is what we're working on right now in Phase 2A, and we should be done by the 15th of June. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we'll move on to Phase 2B, which is a small segment, uh, and that will be complete in July. And then 2C, which is from uh, Copper's Cove Road all the way to Mohawk or headquarters, however you want to call that intersection, Mm -hmm. Uh, that will be done in the middle of September is our anticipated dates. So, fall. Fall. We'll be done in the fall. Wow. So, right now, the gates stay as is with uh, Clark, Copperus, and Mohawk all open. Okay. I've got a question. Are Are you married? Do you have a significant other? I do. Do you ever find yourself maybe on on 35 or maybe in Waco, someplace where there's a lot of continual road construction, possibly Austin, uh, driving and you're noticing the work that they're doing and you're like, yeah, you give them the elbow and you're like, see that? Hey, look at that road construction. See that? That's not very good. You should see the work we're doing. (laughs) I always tell them if they'd man their sites better, they get done faster. (laughs) Isn't that true? Don't you always see that? The signs, road construction, and then there's... Where are these people? There's no one there. There's no one doing it. Yes, everyone no has to slow down. Around here, you talk about road construction almost as much as the weather. 
Yeah. Let's face yeah. It. Yeah. Because yes. it's always there. It's always there. By the way, I got my uh, windshield replaced. Did you? And then within a week, I had a rock hit it. and uh, Not from Fort Hood. No, no, no. I've never had any problems uh, as involving my windshield on post. There you go. Your roads are fantastic. I love your roads. I gave them a very good Yelp review. You know what? <laughs> uh, if you're getting your windshield cracked a lot by rocks, you mm-hmm. might want to pull back away from the driver in front of you. It's I'm just not, a thought. <laughs> I'm not. This person was diagonal to me. Right? Not even in my lane. Some Yahoo carrying a pile of dirt and rocks behind. It looked like on a little wagon. I mean, there and maybe he didn't an have it tarped. Nope. And yep. I saw the rock hit and just go, <laughs> boom, right on my uh, windshield. You know, it's always amazing. You see that tiny little rock in slow motion oh, coming yeah. at you to break oh, your yeah. windshield. I've never been able to see it. <laughs> Like, well, my, my, my windshield's only been cracked once, but I've never, like... I lived your utopian life for a while, and then I came back to Fort Hood. <laughs> and, I mean, I had to replace my whole windshield. Lot. You do have a lot of bad luck with your windshield. I do. I, I don't know that. why. It's because I finally got the car that I wanted. That's what it is. In life, you know, I always had the car that was right. available, and this mm-hmm. time I got the one I wanted. What do you and have? A car? I, well, we don't like to mention brand names here, oh, so okay. I'll say that it's a Yeep. Oh, okay. A yeep. A yeep. Okay. An orange yeep. An orange yeep. You can, same color as in his hat. Yeah. It sounds like you're saying yeet. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny because I saw it when I was in Japan. I was browsing cars and I found it available. And so I made an arrangement, you know, they held it for me. I put the money down, they held it for me. And I was so psyched because I was like, an orange car. You never see an orange car. I'll have such a unique car. And I get here and like every other car is orange. <laughs> you know, the Yeep Club is not going to be proud of you calling a Yeep a car. Well, it's a vehicle. Okay. <laughs> All you Yeep heads out there, it's a vehicle. We love what you do. We love your Yeeps. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Is there, there's, you don't, you're not supposed to call it a car? No. No, they're it, very proud of that. Oh. It's not a car. What do you, it's a Yeep. It's a Yeep. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's the one and only. I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. I don't like. Is it? It's a status thing, or is it just a? It's a yeep thing. Okay, so you have to be in it to get it. Then yeah. If you don't have a yeep, you don't have a yeep. But if you have a yeep, you can be with the yeep people. I see. You know, Austin's got some Austin yeep people. Yeah, they. I did not know that. Yeah, they stack their yeeps. Yes. Huh. And they bring the more you know. Fort Hood kids presents every Christmas. Aww. Mm -hmm. With their yeeps. That's so wholesome. Yeah, it is. All right, roads. Why did we roads and bodies. <laughs> we're the yeeps to drive on. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> Throw some more road stuff at us. So we're over. We got on, time to kill. We got we, time. So we're over on Rat and Drive. We finished mm. Phase One for anyone that tours around the hospital area. Uh, now we've just shut off Phase Two today, and we'll be done with that at the end of May. Wow. And then wow. I would love to tell y'all when Phase Three is going, but we're going to hold it until COVID is over with, so right. we don't. Uh, detract from getting people to where they need to go sure that's fair yeah some days it is (laughs) (laughs) so while everybody's sheltering in place has it had any impact at all with less traffic on post has it made your life easier my life is a breeze out there it has been full go and i'll tell you what i can find every one of my guys when covid first came down the only people i ever saw on the roads were my guys and the cops right i could find anybody (laughs) um but no, it's been a lot easier with less traffic flowing around oh, yeah, us. I'm We've sure. been able to be a little bit more aggressive getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, during the middle of COVID, we actually shut down the intersection of TD and uh, 72nd Street, which would be unheard of during any other time to sure. be able to shut down that intersection because it's such a main thoroughfare for everybody. Mm-hmm. But we shut it down for over 24 hours and had no impacts. Wow. wow. No com- yeah. Well, no one complained to me. I didn't get a nice comment. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get one soon. So, yeah. so um, we've been able to be very aggressive and try to get a lot of our work expedited during this time so that when everyone does come back to work, uh, they're not going to feel as much pain as they would have had we not done some of the choices we made. Mm-hmm. Even at 72nd, we wouldn't have normally taken down two segments of the road, but trying to get ahead, we're about four weeks ahead with segment two because of taking it down at the same time as segment one, basically. So... 
will be impacting First Cav a lot less on 72nd Street there. That's like less pain, more gain. Oh, God. <laughs> we weren't going to do that. We didn't. That was something totally new and different. Okay. All right. So while it's been painful for everyone with COVID and being wherever they are, but for us, it's been a little bit more of an adventure outside. Well, you seem to have all the answers here. It's amazing. So I pose you this question. Okay. When are the gyms going to open? Oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, that's a different directorate than me. I know. I know. It's just, <laughs> but I look forward to that day, too. That's, I'm sure that's the main you post. Anything, is that the one you get the anything most? Anything we post on mm-hmm. Facebook, there's always uh, this contingent of people asking, when are the gyms going to open? <laughs> hey, look, this person adopted a dog, and they're helping the community. That's great. When are the gyms going to open? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the world is your gym, gym I, That's people. what I tell people. That's what I tell people. Yeah. You can exercise outside. You can run along these wonderful yes. roads. Yes. Just not through the construction. Them. Yeah, don't run through the construction. Don't run through yeah, the don't, construction. Don't run through the, yeah, don't There's a lot that. of stuff you can do in your house and outside that you don't need a gym. Yeah. And the morning air this time of year is just so crisp in the morning. It's wonderful. And the fact wonderful. less people have been driving, it's clearer. Yep. Yeah. It's wonderful. Have there been any other changes with COVID? Like, has it impacted other things other than the, the, the more open roadways or the clearer air? Well, on my HVAC program, we're a lot more aggressive. We've taken down a whole lot of buildings, HVAC systems, while they've been, everyone's been well, gone from the oh, facilities, yeah. doing all the work at once. So we, you know, less impact to people. So overall, all in construction, we've been able to be a lot more aggressive with our timelines, uh, trying to get stuff done while people are out of the office so sure. that we don't, we can be done with this before they get back to work at full full staff. So, so it's silver kind, lining. Kind of from your, your directorate's point of view, coronavirus, not yeah, such a bad not thing. Not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> a reduction in staff on Fort Hood has definitely made it a lot easier for us. <laughs> well, much, much easier. Well, very good. But just to cover, you know, one more thing. Sure. Uh, upcoming, and we do not have the start date, so it will be pending, but it will come out. Uh, sure. Just a heads up to everyone. We are going to be uh, milling and overlaying 27th Street, which mm-hmm. is right outside of Meadow School mm-hmm. in the NEC headquarters. And we're going to be reconstructing part of 20th Street, which is right outside of Wainwright Heights. All right. So um, anyone that will be impacted by that area, you'll probably be getting something in from your housing is how we're going oh, to try I'm to sure we'll hear about that one. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure we'll hear about People, that. Yeah, they, don't, they don't like me messing with them coming up from They don't housing. blame you. They blame Facebook. Yeah. I know. I like to read That's... the comments, too. <laughs> any, they get interesting. Any, any minor inconveniences. It's like your a fault. major issue. I know. And they think I have all the answers. Don't I have you? no answers. No. No. That's why we no. bring in people like Michelle. Yeah. She has all the answers. Except for the gyms. Except for the gyms. I can't. But Mohawk Road is open. All right. That's good. That one's definitely that's open. Good. It only has been for like a year, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's a great right. road to go down Mohawk Road. Yeah. It's what other road. roads are open? Can you give us a list? <laughs> I got a whole list of roads <laughs> for y'all. Fantastic. <laughs> so <laughs> many options. Yeah. So many options. Michelle, thank you for coming in. Anytime. It is always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, you know, we look forward to driving on all these new roads, too. I do, too. I think this has been a great year for us for road construction overall. In upcoming years, we're going to have some great projects coming. We've got East Range Road over there by Tedesco we're going to redo. If anyone's ever driven down that road, it's nothing but potholes. So that's going to come up in the upcoming year, as well as a traffic light at uh, Clear Creek and uh, Ironside Hell on Wheels. Oh. As everyone knows, you get stuck there during traffic. Mm -hmm. Right. Those are some upcoming projects that are being developed, and hopefully they get awarded, and we will be doing great things this next coming year. Show me the money, Uncle Sam. That's right. Make it rain, Uncle Sam. (laughs) Make Make it it rain. rain. (laughs) Michelle, thanks again. Anytime. All right. Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Paving Plan. If you need a cheap driveway, it's Thrift Savings Plan. The Thrift Savings Plan. It's non-stick. Thrift Savings Plan. Soldiers and DOD civilians, listen up! Flermit the Sock here for the Thrift Savings Plan. Are you socking away a little bit of money each month in your TSP? What? You're not? (laughs) They call me crazy. The Thrift Savings Plan is a great way to make sure that you've got the supplemental income you need when you get old and wrinkly. Plus, the government can match up the 5% of your contribution. That's a free money. Make it rain, Uncle Sam. Make it rain. So look out for your future and suck some money away in the Thrift Savings Plan account. 
visit www.tsp.gov for more information so you too can retire like a king. Or in my case, a pair of corgis. It's a sock thing. No, you're not gonna die, Dagnabbit. Now go wash your hands and settle down. Fort Hood's Great Big Podcast. Coming on strong on a Monday. I feel so low. Won't be long till one day. When you know, coming on strong on a Tuesday. I can't see. All right. Okay, if you've made it this far, give yourself a cookie. Yay. Yay. We appreciate you. Ray for us. We did it. We rock. <laughs> One more week down. That's right. Is that how you live your life? <laughs> One yeah. more week down. Yes. My little calendar, I cross out the days. Do you really? Mm-hmm. It's so fatalistic. It's her short calendar. I don't think of it like, oh, it's one less day alive. Like It's just like, oh, this is over. All right. And now we're moving on. It happens whether you make the X or not. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. That's good. I'm Live pretty content. Look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about, about your worries and, and your strife. Hey, I mean the bare necessities. necessities. I don't know the rest Dave, of the lyrics. Dave thought we could make it through a show without singing. <laughs> he was wrong. That's exactly what I was no, thinking. I, I, I sang in the beginning. I did the, it's going to oh, yeah. be May. Yeah. Well, I didn't really consider that singing. Oh, yeah, I wasn't singing. No. It was just a riff. All right. I like when we end our, our podcast with singing. Really? Yeah. What song? Should we sing ourselves you, out? You can hear the cringe and you can like feel the cringe in, in Dave's voice <laughs> <laughs> as we're like going out. Because we did the closing closing time. Well, that was special. Yeah, no, we did. <laughs> we did. The, uh, uh, as we've made it to the end of the show, there are a few things that I want to bring up that I probably should have brought up at the head of the show instead of talking about uh, farts. But <laughs> priorities. Eh, yeah. So this is our 20th episode. Oh. We made it to 20. Oh my goodness. Even, I don't know. Next that, week we're legal. Yeah. Right. One Ooh. more week and we can Next have a week, drink. We'll all be, we'll all be <laughs> boozing it on the microphone. Oh man. Tell Break me out about, the cigars. Tell me about you, know, whatever you do. You're pretty. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but no, this is our 20th. So, kudos to us. I'm excited. Yay. Uh, and our numbers keep going up and up and up. I would, and I would, I'm going to just say it, you know, because I think we can. We're the Army's number one podcast. Oh, man. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Are you surprised, though? No. 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 You rise to the top. That's true. We're like cream. Could you have cream and chocolate milk? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That would be so Whole delicious. Whole milk. It'd be really, yeah. It'd be That's really how you make sweet. 2% milk. Mm. By what? You extract the cream out of whole milk. Oh, well, I knew that. But in chocolate milk? What's the difference? What's if it's not? whole milk, it'll yeah, still so split. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, okay. Cream is white. It's rising to the top of milk. Mm-hmm. If you mix the chocolate into the milk with the cream in it, mm-hmm. when the cream rises to the top, will it still be white or will it be chocolatey? It'll be chocolatey, right? It'll be chocolatey. It'll be mixed in. (laughs) I am so easily distracted. Was it powdered or was it syrup? I don't know. Are you a powdered or syrup (laughs) chocolate milk I'm both, actually. I do not discriminate. I love chocolate milk. Dave, powdered or? Yeah, I grew up on powdered. I grew up on the, you don't like the name, so. Uh, Yeah. The uh, rabbit has a has a bunny. Yeah, Yeah, rabbit rabbit milk. Mm -hmm. Rabbit milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would I would get that too. As a kid, to me, uh, strawberry rabbit milk was like the the forbidden fruit. You didn't see it it that often, right? But anytime you could get it, it was like oh, strawberry. You knew it was a treat. As a as a adult, I drink it. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. I, it used to be my favorite drink, chocolate milk, but now now I just I drink it sparingly, but when, I still like it. When you were in Japan, did you ever have banana milk? 
I did. Banana milk's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. I sell it here. Talk about uh, whole milk with cream in it. Oh, oh yeah. My goodness. Very heavy. Right? Yeah, but yeah. so delicious. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Wow, we were all over the place there for the last <laughs> two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, That's how we roll. That is. Roll to the top. All right. So. And we're down to number... Now next week will be number two podcast. <laughs> What's the number two? <laughs> because of the farting. <laughs> number two fart. <laughs> number two. <laughs> oh, we need to end this. Hey, where's, really her, where's her? Where's her timpani for number two and fart together? There you yeah, go. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you. Hey, check this out. Oh. There you go. Shut up. All right, so. <laughs> I think I think that does it for this week. Okay. Another week you can cross that off your calendar, Brianna. Do yes. And now, twenty-one next. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We. I got nothing. It's a middle age. The music is playing. It's all good. I know. Closing. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right, everybody, let's just say goodbye and, and be done with it. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. All right. Hey, and uh, go back and listen to uh, the Squirrel Boy podcast because we need people to do that. All right. See you later. <laughs>